cut off my legs and call me Stumpy. It's that time of week again. Thank you for stopping by. What's the difference between a guitar player and a large pizza? A large pizza can feed a family of four. My wife just finds that so funny. <laughs> Welcome to Seaside Pond View. Sit back, put your feet up. We are talking Queen. Brand new angle, highly commendable. Seaside Pond View. Seaside Pond View. As if. Seaside Pond View. Maybe this is a good start to a good place to start the podcast. I don't know. It's up to you because you usually start it, but I've been listening to Lars Ulrich a lot lately, Randy, for the Ultimate Catalog Clash season two. Not a huge Metallica fan, as you know. I've not never been a not really a metal guy, but I've come to I've, I've I've come to sort of appreciate the genius of Lars Ulrich because it takes a special talent to basically have a bucket with all his drum fills written in just in a bucket on pieces of paper next to him. And he just, at certain points in the song, he just randomly pulls one out and plays it, no matter what's, you know, no matter what the song is, no matter what the film might sound like, he just fucking goes for it and he plays it. I think that's, you know, kudos to Lars Ulrich. Just fucking, he has a big bucket, and on it it says, Bills, be damned. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he just going, <laughs> Is it like that? Is that how it goes? Yeah, and then you know, so that's the, the way that's the way Metallica sounds to me. <laughs> the, the producer will say, hey, Lars, I, I I don't know that 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 Phil maybe was a little bit a little bit busy there. I'm like I'm like fucking Lars Ulrich. I'm like the fucking drumming in the, in the fucking heaviest rock band in the world. Don't, don't fucking question me. It's like that kind of stuff, right? That's <laughs> that's how I imagine the dialogue tends to go. <laughs> oh gosh, I it's only just... ever hear I only ever hear Lars Ulrich's um, voice in my head now is the like the Napster Bad video. It's, it's just that's always who will be to me, you know. Right. We... <laughs> I was thinking of, uh, it reminded <laughs> your little impression reminded me of, uh, hang on here. I'm just looking it up here. Oh, that Buck Cherry song. I love I that cocaine. I love that cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cocaine. I love the cocaine. Cause I think Lars is sometimes, uh, coked, like... off, coked off his tits. Is that the, the expression you're looking for? I think so. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's you know for true or not, but uh, I mean, I think it's a real the, possibility. There's something going on there because he's fucking weird, man. He's a weird little dude. He's a weird little fella. He's a weird little man. Did you do uh, anything exciting this past week, Kev? Because I can tell you, uh, I can tell you what I did, but it wasn't very exciting. I'll tell. Oh, you, you, you know what? You're you're a. a a, a, a storyteller, Randy. I'm sure you can. Whatever it was, you can you can make it. You can make it interesting for the folks. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Okay. Well, so this this really is something. Okay. I went to a little town here, about two hours down the road, uh, called Kindersley. We affectionately call it K Rock. Don't ask me why. <laughs> it means nothing. I played hundreds of gigs out there uh, as a musician, and I've done quite a few uh, uh, live. Uh, audio guy gigs. So uh, I did. I was I was out there and I did some hockey. Mm. And uh, you know what? Those buggers just played up a storm, and uh, you know I went home. And uh, <laughs> just another night in a fucking shitty hotel room in the fucking middle of nowhere. And actually, so I posted actually a picture on Facebook or Facebook on uh, Twitter. Sorry, of the view from my room. And I was kind of being sarcastic, but I think you chimed in going, talking about how big and beautiful a sky was. And to me, it just seemed like the most 
it, it's, it was, you know, it's like fucking camping on fucking Mars. You know what I mean? Like there's just fucking nothing going on. They even, even the fucking Boston pizza, you know, you can mm. throw a rock from my room and the Boston pizza's right there. They shut the fucking thing down at 11 o'clock. I don't even get back to the hotel till 11 o'clock. The fuck are we supposed to fucking do? How are you supposed to get your, uh, you know, your fucking authentic I want to get East want... Coast American pizza. You know? How am I supposed to get my Molson fucking Canadian? <laughs> you know, get someone oh, to sharpen Lord. my fucking skates and a hamburger at 11 o'clock at night in Kindersley. Apparently, it's just not going to fucking happen. That's what I'm saying. We should tell the pe- the fine people from uh, the other side of the pond to Boston Pizza is a, a chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is Canadian. Right? I don't even think I don't know why it's called do, Boston Pizza because it's definitely I do, Canadian. I do believe it was started in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. So it should be called Edmonton Pizza, really. But it, that's not. It should it be. But it doesn't it, doesn't sound as good, you know. Back back then, Boston was Boston <laughs> seemed very very cool and unique. Oh God. Can you imagine naming your fucking pizza joint after a fucking other city for no fucking reason? <laughs> no well, reason at all. <laughs> no reason at all. But you know what happens all the time? Because we have a Houston pizza too. Uh, mm. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> Seriously? Like Houston pizza? Really? Okay. I think we, I think we should start a, re- a pizza restaurant, a pizza business around here and call it Albuquerque Pizza. Mm, I knew I should have taken that left point of Albuquerque. No, you know? let's. No, let's make it. No, let's make it less. You know, like uh, you know, Saint Petersburg pizza, <laughs> Copenhagen pizza, Copenhagen pizza. You know, we'll put sardines on it. <laughs> oh, what's that stuff? They, the 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 Scandies eat that fucking awful rotting, that rotting fish that they they. they I think it's Norwegians, isn't it? Oh, die fuck! I don't know. Oh, oh what's that fucking called? Oh, Sturm's. Surstroming? Surstroming. Surstroming. Yeah, I don't even don't even know what that is. You do, okay, so this is okay, you don't know what this is. Okay, it's sour herring. So here we go. During the production of surstroming, just enough salt is used to prevent the raw herring from rotting while allowing it to ferment. A fermentation process, this is fish, remember, of at least six months gives the fish its characteristic strong smell and somewhat somewhat acidic taste. A newly opened can of surstroming has one of the most putrid food smells in the world, even stronger than similarly fermented dishes such as Korean something or other or the Japanese something else. And so basically, I guess what, what you do when you open a tin of this stuff is you have to fucking open it underwater because if you open it in your house, it'll just, you're done for like three months. So... <laughs> So that's what they're eating in Norway, in Sweden. Sorry, not Norway, Sweden. There we go. Wow. I knew it was one of those wow. places. Sounds uh, positively horrific. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, foreign countries, Randy, we had a foreign language as part of last week's song that we covered. Mm-hmm. Las yes. Palabras de Amor, the words of love. And not even Spanish could fucking save it. And not. <laughs> well, we were 50-50 on that. You didn't like it, I did, so... <laughs> Um, well, do you remember? Do you remember our guesses on the poll, Randy? I don't know if you remember how we how we guessed on this one. You know, honestly, Kev, I, I remember very little about what happens to me day to day. So, <laughs> well, you guessed sixty forty. I went first. You guessed sixty forty. I guessed. Drum roll, drum roll. Oh no, you can't come through on drum roll. 
I guessed 75-25. So I'll now hand it over to my good friend, um, and the very generous co-host that I have, who's always encouraging and supportive of me, to announce the poll results on Twitter. Oh, you're like you're fucking just baiting me. Like, why do you do that? <laughs> and then if I say something nice, it seems pandering. And then if I, you know, if I kind of run you down, then people are thinking, "Man, this Woods guy's a real fucking cunt," right? <laughs> so, in a way, Kev, you've really set me up for failure. So here's how I'm going to play this. Mm. Champion, 75% bites of dust, 25%. Mr. Kevin Brown was highly, highly accurate, and he is the lord of picking podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Poll <laughs> results. And I, I can't imagine anybody better at it, and uh, and that's why, and is the only reason why we keep him on the podcast, quite frankly. So, so I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Randy, but would, would you call me the most intelligent man that you know? <laughs> yes, you shouldn't put words in my mouth. Um, but you are you are intelligent in your own special way, Ken. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the socials. And as the you know, as people have been responding to us in English and Spanish, I think it behooves us to do our best with the Spanish and try and pronounce it. So I'm, I'll I'll start us off. I'll try and get us going here, Randy. Oh, well, uh, fucking hell! All right, <laughs> Randy's not Randy's not on board with this. Uh, Journal Paul B. Paul Bradbury says one of the best songs on Hot Space. Me encanta esta canción. I think that was pretty close. Well, you did really good. I don't know what it means. Is the problem? Yeah, I think canción was that. Is that is that is that uh, good? Oh, it says it's. I love this song. It means I just Google yeah. translated it. Um, and oh god, Rob Maher, who I think actually is, I think he probably speaks Spanish, Rob, uh, says Campeon or Morde el Polvo, which I think is Champion or Bites the Dust, I believe. Uh, says one of the better songs on Hot Space, which is faint praise indeed. I like it more than it probably deserves. Campeon, Poro Solo por Poco, which I think is a that's a small taco, isn't it? I think so, yeah, uh, with pork. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it means, um, but only just it means. <laughs> Pretty sure that means pork taco. <laughs> uh, Black Pie says, champ, only just as Brian can be too soppy sometimes. But against nearly all the rest of the album, everyone works hard to make their contribution count. A rare team effort during this period. And another top episode, chaps. Hey, thanks, Black Pie. Yeah, and thanks. We friend. do appreciate that. And uh, Doug Curran says, I smile to myself every time I hear Curtis Sparkles uttered on the pod. <laughs> Something uplifting yet silly about sparkles, sprinkles, and skills would make good names for a cat or a small dog. Well, and you know, and thanks, Doug. I mean, I think saying Curtis Sparkles is a ton of fun, too. And I just like how we just took this to a whole other direction, and all of a sudden we're naming small dogs <laughs> or cats. <laughs> Uh, Steve at Queen Rock says, I love everything about Las Palabras de Amor almost as much as my new outfit. And he's got the uh, the orange and green Harlequin leotard, which is pretty fucking rad. I like it. Yeah, I just want to say, Steve, I think that's easily one of the coolest fucking outfits I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I could not wear it as well as you do. Midwife Nikki says, hey, Cardinal, go fuck yourself. This is a champion. Also, the video is slightly weird, which we didn't watch the video. Um, says Roger no. and Fred dressed up for dinner, and Bry and the Deeks are looking like a geography and a metalwork teacher, respectively. 
ah, the eclecticism of this band. It is a weird video. I said we didn't watch it, so maybe we'll I'll play a few some other time. So, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Aaron Mullen says, oh, fuck. The Cardinal revealed as an absolute apostate. L-P-D-A can, may, must only be a champion. The touch cheesy, totally queen, yet somehow not. These are the rules, and Kev gets it. Only words of love for this song. <laughs> One of my followers there. Not, he's not following the Cardinal. He's following the, he's uh, following the, the rectum. <laughs> Uh, and Alex Small says, a champion for me, albeit a scraper. Queen knew how to connect and thank foreign countries who, who supported them outside the UK. Clever stuff. And this one is lush. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Alice's dad, Barry John Williams, says, Mr. Randy, how dare you 39 this song? Okay, this is nowhere near top tier Queen for me, but compared to the rest of Hot Space, I know I'll probably regret this straight away, but champion. Not exactly a diamond in the turd that is Hot Space but maybe a cubic zirconia or a glass. And he goes on to say, edit. Okay, I don't do this often in brackets or at all, but I have to amend this review. I've been listening to the song over the last week and I've changed my mind. This song is 100% a champion. No caveats. The best song on the album, apart from Under Pressure. So there you go. That's, that's, consider yourself told. Um, you know, Barry John's giving you chapter and verse there. Well, I, I kind of think that maybe going forward that we should not accept... Like, you know, if you, once you've locked your vote in, you're fucked, man. That's it. Oh. You're in. Uh, I think we need to really set down some very, very, very strong rules uh, enforced exclusively by Kim. By me? Well, don't by fucking you. throw me under the bus. Well, I mean, this is your fucking podcast, buddy. It's our podcast, Randy. It's our podcast. You're, you're an equal, you're, you're, you're a valuable contributor. Randy, I keep Have telling we... you this. Have we Even talked though your about, wife says you're not. Yeah, have we talked about <laughs> you setting up the live, the live, pod, the live uh, uh, quiz show without consulting me? <laughs> have we talked about that? <laughs> Fucking hell, Brown. Don't remember it. Couldn't have happened. Um, Dieter, that Mike Million Days, says, It's a champion. One of my favorites from Hot Space. Hello, Cardinal, because he did abbreviate that, of course. Um, less funky disco dance than most of the songs on the album. More pop and maybe an indicator of what was to come in the 80s. Lovely tune. Um, Pete, uh, Pete, you know, Pete Min 70, so Pete underscore, 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 underscore 70 of, of old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. says, a strange one. I loved it for years, but now it's just another emopey, bright cry wank. I mean, I don't know what I to like do with that, that Randy. The, the cry I wank, I mean. That's like that. It's mopey, and he's just, you know, he's just got to grab his root in pain. Uh, David E. Wilson says... <laughs> I know where Randy is coming from, but it's a nostalgic champion for me. The main reason uh, being that it's stuck out in hot space because it was, let's say, less experimental as the rest of the album. It's a proper song. Even Under Pressure was weird with all of the Freddy scatting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, uh, Ian Winnick, you know what he says? Uh, Kev, you want to know what he says? I'll you go ahead you. and tell me. I'll tell you. He, he says it's wetter than the Haddock's Baby's <laughs> costume. Which is just, I don't know. I, I like that a lot. Uh, sorry, but I'm with his randiness on this one, which I really like. Uh, the production may be appealing, but the song is weak and insipid and would be the runt of any earlier Queen album. On the plus side, as genital warts go, <laughs> it's a relatively good one. <laughs> and then he's got a SpongeBob uh, uh, gif here, which is, of course, who doesn't like SpongeBob? 
bitch, and I like to dance to loading zone announcements, I still don't have my driver's license. I'm a little on the short side, and I'm wearing three pairs of underwear right now. What a what a show, hey? What a what a piece oh. of writing, like to, to to create, you know, nominally a kid's show that is definitely for adults. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily for me, my uh, my my kid, my second kid was of that era, and so I watched a lot of SpongeBob and loved it. Yeah, Lisa Malloy says, Freddie's voice is so pure on this. I didn't listen to Hot Space for 39 years after a couple of shocked and disgusted listens upon purchase in 82. I was persuaded to give it another chance via the Queen Pod group. For the most part, I'm converted. Champion. Yeah, I'm not converted on Hot Space in general, but, you know. Uh, we'll and here we go. So here's fucking Fenton, Curtis Sparkles. Last Palabras, <laughs> day fuck this. What a crock of shit. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you see, he's he's with me. Uh, Andy Hall says, it's no Tio Toriate, but considering where Queen was in 81, 82 versus uh, 76, I'll take it as a champion. Another love letter from Brian to a magical land far, far away, full of admiration and adornments, decreasing the disorientation of virtually all of Hot Space's side A. Hmm, there mm-hmm. you go. I, uh, he knows uh, Hot Space way better than I do. Paul Wobbleoff says, vote a dust as it's a bit dusty for me. Not dusty enough that you could blow the dust off and create a dust cloud, <laughs> but more like brushing a bit of dust off of what which might have been just settled over a week or so. <laughs> not, not really one of my go-to songs. I don't know. It's, I kind of like that. There's a tweet of the week, it's the tweet of the week, and it's tweeting the tweet of the week. Paul's not even, he can't even be bothered to to adequately describe how dusty it is, he doesn't like it that much. Yeah, he's just saying, okay, okay, so you know how it's super dusty and then it's a little dusty? He's saying he's just a little dusty. He got himself caught in a in a, in a circular <laughs> dust trap there, didn't he? He, just... he, was, yeah, he, was, he was just verbing his way out of that fucking <laughs> noun fucking salad there. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Shouldn't try to laugh when you breathe in, Randy, apparently. <laughs> um, Andrew Holloway says, This felt very traditional Queen in the context of the album, and I always liked it. In retrospect, a lot of Brian's songs convey a certain neediness but I still have a big soft spot for this one. Yeah, champion. I think partial, part, the part of the reason I love it is, is that same thing. Um, Ruddy Rutherford. Band known for the dynamic, multi-layered, time-changing, complex songs in simple, restrained love song shocker. So that's the headline. Um, it's the anti-queen queen song. It's not playlist, but not a skipper either. Champion, but only just. Yeah, I think already. Yeah, I, don't, I don't mind that. You know, I think I love it a bit more than... Even the people who've upvoted this, I think I like it a bit more than most of them, but... Yeah, yeah. Sophie71 says, Every time when I think about it, I feel that I don't like the song. Then I put it on, and I'm surprised that I like it all the same. So it seems to have to call it a champion. Eh, yeah. Fair point. Fat Bottom Chrissy says, Champion. Not a strong champion. I'm one of those heathens who loves hot space, but the synths have a sparkly twinkle. Yeah, Brian writes some sloppy, sooky shite. But this one is a little bit more refined than shite, which 
uh, you know, I don't know, really? So that's so so it's shit, but it's slightly refined. Uh, I don't know. I would I would skip the refined shit and uh, move on to the fucking Twinkies. It's kind of like that that compliment you got once when you were playing that gig, eh? You guys are great, but you kind of suck. Yeah. But you kind of <laughs> fucking suck. Oh, man, fuck, thanks. <laughs> uh, Stephen Ursel says, it's hard not to directly compare it to Tio Toriate, which is a similar but better song. It's still good, though, and in the context of Hot Space, it is amazing. Champion. And Pank, Pank the Pianist. I've got to make sure you pronounce Pianist correctly. You've got to make sure you get the T on the end there, really, you know. Says, it's pretty weak, and I love it. So you go, yeah. you don't, all songs don't have to be fucking brilliant for you to love them. Um, Rob no. Patton says, I have given this one short shrift in the past and not given it the attention it deserves. But thanks to Kevin's passion, I've come to appreciate it much more. It's quite a beautiful little song. Kev, don't let jaded Mr. Randy hurt your feeling. He dusted the Prophet's song. I've got a feeling, a feeling deep inside, oh yeah. So you see, yeah. Rob's Rob's in my fucking corner, man. Rob's my my second in this in this fucking match that we have going on in the, in the square Rob, circle. Rob, listen to reason. <laughs> listen to the reason. Queen rocks. Queen rocks Australia. I struggled with this one. The nine year old Kev nearly got me over the line, but ultimately I was drawn into the Cardinals flock. All the positives Kev mentioned hold true, but this song just doesn't resonate with me. Perhaps I'm being cynical, but it feels like Brian by numbers. Yeah, see, uh, you know, Queen Rocks gets it. Leighton Brown says, I love this song. Always have, always will. I'm with Kev on those hair-raising moments. At the Freddie tribute, I remember the floor tom snare whack from Raj really punching. And then his backing vocals roared through with real edge. Would have loved a little more of Roger's rasp in the choruses on the record. Uh, Those two fills he does at the end are just great. The first one being... Uh, a signature of his used on I'm in love with my car, play the game and uh, who wants to live forever live on the magic tour. Cool as, and then it's dot, dot, dot. And I'm assuming he means fuck. He's no, got a no, great no. gift. Cool as kippers. Cool as kippers is what he means, mate. Cool as kippers. Really? Kippers know. are fish. Yeah. He never had kippers. Well, I mean, are they like sardines? Cause I've eaten those. Kind of like those, yeah. They're you know, yeah. But, but a bit more, just a bit, just a bit more kippery, you know, than sardini. They, le- yeah. they lean toward the kipper more than the sardine. Can, can you have kippers for breakfast? You, I mean, that sounds like the start of a joke or a, it's like a like a nineteen twenties musical song. Can you have kippers for breakfast? Da, 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 da. You know, I think I'm onto something here, Randy. This could be the next big thing. <laughs> okay, Prime Drive Funster says, "Champion, the production is spot on, but what really makes it is Freddie." I love the songs where he has this vulnerability in his voice, a certain type of emotion that I can't describe. It gets me every time. He delivers each line with such purity. Always will be one of my faves. Yeah. Again, the, the people who have hearts and souls, they're, you know, yeah. they're, they're on board with this song. Yeah. Um, Harry Hussey is a, a marginal soul by the sounds of it. He's a narrow champion. Today, <laughs> if you ask me again tomorrow, I could dust it. It's a perfectly good song, but don't get me wrong. And perhaps it should have been a bigger hit, but it's hard to know with Queen where a nice touch for their foreign fans overlaps with brand consolidation. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he makes I mean, a point. Yeah. I, I do believe we were joking about uh, Kiss on the last episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tom Bojay says, voted a champ, but barely. Great components of the song, but too long. Keep the vocals and the jamming end, but find a way to cut it down. Bring it closer to three minutes, not four and a half. Good Brian follow-up to save me. Hmm. And Philip McCarroll, champion every day of the week. Thanks, Phil. And uh, Dominic Pierce says, I like the song. Not great, just good. Much like Spread Your Wings. I don't think the single's cover art aided in its sale. Just scrapes hmm. by in my top 50%. Therefore, champion. And and if this, if, if he's actually posting the real art. It is, yeah. I'm, I'm with him. That's, it's it's a little scary to be honest with you. <laughs> Like, what's going on with the kid's <laughs> head? Like, why is there a big circle on his nose? Well, that's because, uh, well, I mean, that, that's not the artwork. I mean, that's that's part of the, because the the vinyl's been in the record sleeve. You know, they're sort of the, the vinyl imprints on the oh, record sleeve when it's all smushed oh, up, right? Oh, got, copy that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's okay. See, I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah. I get you I, now. I love the single cover. I don't know. I just, I've always liked that one. There's just something very pure and, and innocent about that baby. What do you get against babies, Randy? Why do you hate babies? Yeah. I know. It's one of my many faults. <laughs> Just hate babies. <laughs> little small, little human beings. Really piss me off, Captain. <laughs> Where'd you think babies came from? Huh? Babies. Where did you think they came from? What the fuck is a baby? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were a baby once. You were. <laughs> Oh, well, it wasn't. Yeah, you were. Well, and you were really small. No, not me, mate. Speak for yourself. Uh, Lynn says, a very lovely love song. Love when Freddie sings in a foreign language. Brian Crosby says, champion not by much, but if fuckers are having shite from the miracle and half-arsed 80s B-sides as champs, then I'm fucking having this. Remember them on a rare Top of the Pops appearance miming badly with Roger not putting in any effort like a boss. Randy can get to fuck. There you go. And we'll finish up Facebook here with... The Moonlit Knight, who says it's a musical, in the loosest sense, case of hives. Fucking woeful, mawkish maywine. Oh, <laughs> maywine, I like that. Uh, and you, uh, it's uh, Twitter, not Facebook. Oh, sorry, yeah. We, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can correct you, know, what, you once in a while, too, you know. You know what, Randy? I'll just fix that in the edit and make you like, just, make you like a fucking plum is what I'm going to do. How about that? I know. Why would you do that to me, your, your fucking supposed friend? <laughs> fucking hell. I consider you a colleague. I do not consider you a friend. <laughs> what's, what's that from? That's from something. I can't remember what it is now. Oh, no, it's, it's um, you know what it is? It's, um... I was expecting sympathy. That's why I introduced this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What I did was I said something about, friend? I revealed a weakness in front of six comedians, and I thought, there's a group that'll help me through this. I think of you all as friends. I don't think of you as comedians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, over on Facebook, Sean McGinnity from the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast says, It's weird. I've listened to your episode, and I've listened to the song through the episode, and when it was over, I couldn't remember how the song went, so I went and listened to the song again. And then, as I was about to make my comments, I forgot how the song went, so then I went and listened to it again. And I forgot how the song went again. I don't know why, but I feel like this song is making me forget things got to downvote this one or maybe i should listen to it again maybe i'll like it if i remember it this time <laughs> I hate Winnipeg. so i don't know where he ended up i'll have to, I'll have to follow up with him because maybe he's again maybe he's stuck in a fucking last palabra stay more <laughs> trap now and he's never gonna you know 
I think, I think Sean's having a fucking emotional crisis. <laughs> Paul Roberts, when Hot Space arrived, I had moved away from Queen. The reports I got about it were pretty grim. It's effing shite. I never gave it a listen. After the pod, I revisited it. This song is really the best of a poor bunch. This band was a shadow of Queen 2, S-H-A, N-O-T-W, E-T-C, <laughs> Majesty. <laughs> but it's still dust. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, and I, you know, okay, I know what some of those things even meant. Richard Stott what, says what, champion. Whoa, 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 though. What, what you E-T-C stands we, for etc. <laughs> well, how, how, why can't I move on here? No, I was just wondering if you knew what album, uh, what Queen album E-T-C was. Yeah, I do. Yeah, etc. <laughs> a very, very rare fucking album that you guys don't fucking know about, and only I do. Uh, Richard Stott says, Champion, don't love it, but like it enough to save it from the dust pile. On a different note, the <laughs> the poker version of Bo Rap, it already exists, courtesy of Weird Al. Well, I mean, we were talking, that was a stupid um, emergency question that ChatGPT threw up, so I think we should... Uh... We should listen to a little bit of it, maybe. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy, I need no sympathy. Easy come, easy go, little high, little low. Any way the wind blows doesn't really matter to me, to me. You know what? Fair play. <laughs> Fair fucking play. I don't mind that at all. Um, I'm not usually a fan of people fucking around with... Queen songs. I don't know why. It just aggravates me sometimes. But if you're gonna do it, do it all the way. And that's weird. Al. That's what he does. Oh, Sarah Chapman is invoking Ted Rogers and Dusty Bean again. She says three, two, one. She's putting the bench. She's putting this one in the dust pile. Randy, uh, Mary Cam disagrees and says champion. And Alexander Rice says I've never heard of a brown Christmas. However, a green Christmas looks to be in the forecast this year for the six six. Uh, my eyes are watering from all the dust particles in the air as I sweep Las Palabras de Amor out the door. It's not my least favorite in the catalog for sure, but I would never recommend it to the casual Queen fan for a listen. That's the bar for me. Of course, the Top of the Pops official video is worthy of a few chuckles. Freddie's expression and mannerism suggest he was just going through the motions with this one. Reminds me of one of his quotes on Live Killers, the things we do for money. And, you know, I should say that, Alexander, you know, I, I think there's a difference between a brown Christmas and a green Christmas. A green Christmas means when you don't have any snow. A brown Christmas means when you drink too much with all your in-laws and you end up shitting yourself. That's what we're talking about. When we say brown <laughs> Christmas, that's what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to was actually gonna bring that up because uh, we did have a few people mention that. <laughs> and I really like that you solidified the fact mm. that we're talking about shitting yourself. <laughs> No, we're not talking about that, for fuck's sakes, Brown. You make us look like fucking hillbillies, which, of course, we are. Well, uh, look. already established the fact that it's very flat here, <laughs> but yet we're still hillbillies. We get it. We say brown Christmas because there's no fucking snow, and uh, the leaves are gone. So everything fucking, the grass is dead. The grass is all dead. <laughs> yeah, so it's brown. So we call it a brown Christmas around here. And, and apparently, Kev, you said you've been here 25 years and we've, you said you have not witnessed one and we have had them. We have. You have. And I'm, I'm talking to other people. I, the, as far as I can tell, I think that the last one might have been the year before I landed, I think. Mm. So I, I think you have actually maybe been here. Maybe you were in uh, Prince Albert or something. We have had a few here. Yeah, maybe. So all is not lost. 
<laughs> Thank goodness for that. James Lawrence says, champion for me, although don't listen to it often. The Top of the Pops performance is amusing too. The only top 20 UK hit from Hot Space under pressure doesn't count as it was shoehorned in at the last minute. It um, counts. It fucking counts. Radio execs. That's what he says. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, I love under pressure as well. Uh, and Michael J. Smith says, I still can't decide if it's a champion or dust. I think it was more interesting in determining what a brown Christmas <laughs> actually meant. See, we're, do- we're, we're back at that. After Googling, I get some interesting photos. Mm, <laughs> goodness gracious. Uh, I've decided to dust a song. I don't think it reaches any heights to belong in the champion corner. Nah, fair enough. You know, like people entitled to their opinions, you know. Even, even when they're wrong, people are entitled to their opinions. Even you, Randy, you know, when you're coming with your fucking half-baked ideas and opinions, they're, even if they're wrong, you're still entitled to them because, you know. Listen, Brown, you just go fuck yourself. I just couldn't. <laughs> I still, I'm still kind of getting... I'm still a little, I'm still a little, <laughs> this brown Christmas bit. I can't, it's just like, I don't know, like, you know, I mean, uh, maybe we should just, maybe we should just change the def- the definition and, and make it the Christmas when you drink too much and shit. <laughs> oh, God. Which oh, I fully intend word. to do, I fully oh, intend to do oh, in six no. days. No, never, ever do it. Just. Hit the little boys' room, man. No, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna sit there and walk around like a toddler with a, with just a diaper full. <laughs> Hold my hands up for someone to pick me up and change me. Jesus, <laughs> don't have a fucking Christ. job, and I'm 15 stone. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear lord. Okay, Craig Gannon says, "I gotta say, it's a diabolical album, and no matter how much the songs are rocked up live, you can't polish a turd. This is one of the best of a shocking set. So I'm not sure." Whether he's gone champion or just there, Andy, I'm not yeah. sure. Roger that. Rutigas, Las Palabras de Amor, Despuesive di Vienti, Vienticinto, Anos di Matrimonio. Well, that's got to be marriage, right? There's, that's got to be... I think so. Let's have a look here what he's talking about. Words of love after 25 years of marriage. And then he goes on to say, too dull for a song about the words of love, unless love means being married for 25 years and having nothing of passion to say to each other. On top of that, I'm a bit allergic to English singers trying to sing in Spanish or Japanese. In brackets, spoiler for Tio Toriate, done and dusted for me. You know, that's the problem with the Dutch, Randy. They're just completely intolerant of other people's cultures, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they sure are, aren't they? Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Delaney says, I was surprised that Randy dusted this one. It's not as egregious as the Prophet song, at least. <laughs> I've always enjoyed this song. I particularly enjoyed the video. We can see Freddie's disdain for being on top of the pops as he could care less about singing in uh, parts. <laughs> I enjoy the song, so it's a chant for me. And uh, Brian, I love you. It's couldn't care less. If you could care less, you could care less. If you couldn't care less, there's no more caring. Yes, the lights are off upstairs. I, can, I have tried to explain this to my wife on so many occasions that the expression is I couldn't care less. And I just excellent. Excellent David Mitchell video explaining it at great length. Oh, well, that's going on our fucking Twitter feed then. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Croft says, one of the better tracks on Hot Space for me. Also, aside from the track, how good is it that one of the biggest bands on the planet at the time did a track in Spanish? They did Tio in Japanese a few years prior and Mustafa in an Arabic-like chant. Not sure any other mainstream band 
the size of Queen can lay claim to have three tracks in different languages aside from their native English. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mustafa is all it is in. It's in a bit of Arabic and a bit of absolute fucking gibberish. So I'm not too sure if that is actually a good thing or not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's also the Beatles, La Beatles. They've got some French songs and they've got, they... got some Indian influences, although although they sang in Indian. Michel, my bell. Well, that's the French song. Well, my Michel. I don't know what the fucking rest of it is because I don't speak French. Why would I? Why would I, why would I learn French, Randy? Yeah. It's not like I moved to a country that has, um, you know, a French is a fucking language. official language. So, you know. Yeah, no, I know. As I was busy in in my uh, fourth year French class, just fucking chewing bits off my eraser and flicking them at the teacher because I didn't think I'd ever need it. So, you know, that, well, there you go. Live and learn. It's worked out for you, though, hasn't it? Absolutely. Um, I'm staunchly Anglo-Saxon and, and <laughs> oh God, I'm going to all get a bit Brexit around here now. Fuck that. Yeah, uh, yeah, Russell yeah. Watkins says, champion, good song. Nicely mixed. Always liked it. Pleasant synth sounds. Great dynamics. What do you think of the delivery there, Andy? I tried to sort of go with, you know, big and bombastic. You did really good. Time, huh? You did really good. And Sarah Chapman's back. She says, ah, oh, this is borderline dystopia for me. I never choose to listen to it, but can't bring myself to skip it either. We'll have to wait until I've listened to the app before I make my decision. And then, so hmm. she did comment it later on that, yeah, she's she's out. She's just not she's not getting bored with it. It's good. So you know, um, Jim Condon, which is Curtis Sparkles again from Twitter. So he's double fucking dipping here, Randy. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, what's going on, Kurt? Jim Kurt Condon <laughs> Sparkles. You said Curtis Sparkles. Yeah, Kurt. Yeah, why is he called Kurt when his name's fucking clearly Jim? I don't, I don't fucking know what's get going it. On here, man. I don't this know is... what's happening here. I can tell you what uh, what someone says though. Serena Shemeka says, "Champion for me, nice lyrics, good tune, one of the better songs on the Hot Space album." And Patrick McCarthy says, "Before I heard it again, I had remembered it as fairly naff and bland, but I got to say I was seduced by Kev's side. I like hearing Brian and Roger's voices so clearly in the mix. Fred's restrained vocal is uncharacteristic." Like he wanted it to sound soft and fragile. One of the most tasteful moments on Hot Space, for sure. Yeah, good point. I'm, I'm converting people, Randy. You are. You're a, you're a force for good, Kev. I think I should start a cult, you know. I think no, there's money in it. Well, I've been saying that for a long time. Donica O'Queeve says, love this song. It's definitely a champion. By the way, I just wanted to say that your podcast was my second most popular listen in 2023. How on earth do you manage to churn out so many great episodes? You're doing a fantastic job. Keep it up. Look at that, dude. I mean, the second most listened to podcast in, in this guy's calendar. That's humbling and weird and lovely. And, and thank it you is so, so much. And if you want to know how we do it, Kev does it. <laughs> we just we just get online and we talk shit for about two hours and I try to edit it down into something close to about an hour 20 is what we do that's how we do it <laughs> yeah and then I add a couple little songs once in a while a couple little cheeky things Suzanne Morris she says a delightful rolling beat and a, a joy whenever I hear it but oddly never makes the playlist perhaps forgotten in the depths of hot space nevertheless a champion for me Suzanne thank you yeah. From the depths of Kevin Brown's heart. From the depth of my feeling. Alone, <laughs> his lone, <laughs> my lone feeling. lonely feeling. And the thing about Kev's feeling, I got to be honest with you, you guys, just listen up for a quick sec here. 
the thing about about Kev's feeling is it's, it's there's only one, so it's really large. And so, if Kev says something to you, and he says and he means it with feeling, it's like more feeling than the normal person. My feeling goes to eleven. It does. It's way it's way bigger. He's like you know, for most people, we got lots of feelings. Kev's just got the one. So you really, <laughs> you really know you're getting all of Kev if he says he fucking loves it or hates it. He's all in. <laughs> oh Lord, I don't know why I find that so fucking funny. <laughs> oh. The Cardinal is now wiping his eyes, ladies and gentlemen, because oh, he's amused himself to hell. death. <laughs> oh, it's just so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, all you right. silly fucker oh my lord all right why don't you spin that fucking wheel oh we're gonna we're gonna decide what we are listening yeah, to first there's, Randy, all, this you know? fucking, I mean, there's all this foreplay here <laughs> sometimes the cardinal just wants to fucking get at it you know oh all right how does mrs cardinal feel about that no foreplay and just wants to get at it <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i've been calling for something from the works for a while randy um, we've yeah. only done one song so far, and it was kind of the. Uh, it came back fifty fifty on the poll, which really surprised me. Is this world we created? Because for yeah. me, it's just a big old schmaltz fest, and I don't like being preached at. But there's some good tracks on that album, and I don't think it's one that everyone universally loves. But I want to go to the uh, I want to go to the works, and you know what? Let's let's pick off a let's hopefully get one of the big ones. Let's do Hammer to Fall. That's what I'm going to go for. Okay, well, I'll I'll keep it in the same vein. I'll go Radio Gaga. Oh, so we're both going to works, and okay, well, we'll definitely not get them, then, are we? So, yeah, no. Well, you called your album last week. You called your album last week, though, so maybe you've got the did, you know the lucky fingers. I did call the album, yeah, yeah. But well, you know, we'll see. The wheel is a cruel, Man, cruel mistress. It's a bastard. We are going. Well, I mean, we're on the album after the works. And this is by the perplexed look on your face. You don't even know what to make of this. What song are we listening to this week, Randy? Give me the prize. Kurgan's theme from A Kind of Magic. Yeah. It's, uh, and you always say, oh, well, you know, I wonder if you've heard this. And I don't fucking have any idea what this whole <laughs> Kurgan's theme is about. I've never met Kurgan. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe he like installs plumbing fixtures i i don't even know what the fuck this guy's about but i guess we're gonna find out yeah um it's it's another song that's sort of from the which from kind of magic but it's the the highlander soundtrack kind of element of uh kind of magic oh, we're back to that shit again featured, hey? in the, featured, <laughs> featured in the movie fucking hell i just like i would like to move on from that shit i mean it's fine for a bit but <laughs> what's, what's, what's going on i mean we've only done okay we did the kind of magic which is in the movie who wants to live forever is in the movie, but he prints the universe actually, which is in the movie. So there's only one, two, three more that are in the movie from this album, Randy. And this is one of Man. them. Man. Yeah. Hmm. At this point of the podcast, people, as you all know, because we don't have any new listeners ever. I think we've, I think, and actually, you know what? We don't fucking want it anymore. We've, we've, we've got enough now. All of you listening, you don't tell anyone about the podcast. Just keep it, keep it to yourselves. Are you familiar with peak oil? Um, with the term no. peak oil? No. Oh, 
that means when the the most oil has ever, you know, they've pulled as much out of the ground that is available, and they'll mm. never ever do that again, and it's only going to decline from there. I think I think we've hit peak listeners here. Mm. Yeah, I hope so. Peak pod, peak pod, <laughs> peak horseshit. <laughs> I don't like if you didn't like Queen. Let's just say, mm. why the fuck would you listen to us? Welcome to The Crosstalk, with your host, Kevin Brown. These are the scores from the National Lacrosse League for week four of competition. The Saskatchewan Rush, 17. Las Vegas Desert Dogs, only five. Jolly bad luck chaps. The Albany Fowls, sounds very interesting, 15. Philadelphia Wings, 10. The Halifax Thunderbirds, I thought they were puppets, 14. The New York Riptide, only scored six. San Diego Seals, 9, but the Buffalo Bandits with 12. And finally, the Georgia Swarm lose by 7 goals to 15 to the Vancouver Warriors. Those are your scores for week 4 of the National Lacrosse League. Goodbye. All right, Kev, here. So we have Give Me the Prize, Kurgan's Theme, written by uh, Mr. May of, uh, of Queen, oddly enough. <laughs> Uh, it looks like it might be a bit of a longy at 4.34, and we've got uh, Fred singing, Brian play the guitar. Roger, I don't know if you know about this, Roger Taylor, actually, Kev, very yeah. often will play drums. Yeah. And uh, John Deacon, he plays bass. It was recorded at Mountain Studios in Montreux, the townhouse in London in 85. And, uh, you know, uh, you told me this, uh, and because I didn't know, because I'm not the Queen expert, that this was for uh, Highlander. And uh, apparently it's a full, it's got some full throttle, heavy, repetitive guitar riffs from Brian May's Red Special. So, you know what, uh, as much as I was sort of done with the Highlander business, kind of want to move on, you know, mm. uh, I'm looking forward to hearing the full throttle, heavy and repetitive guitar riffs fired off by Brian May's Red Special. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? I think it's probably I'm trying to think, like think out. I think on my feet, it's probably the last heavy metal song that Queen did. Because there's, I'm asked innuendo. You could sort of call prog metal a little bit, maybe. Um, I'd struggle to call anything else heavy metal. So this is the last sort of really overtly guitar-led, all-out balls-out rocker that they did. I probably I don't know. Prince of the Universe, <laughs> I guess, comes after it on the album, but um, right. Yeah, and I mean, I know that, or I think I remember, so we were talking about as we were researching, and I couldn't find it, but I know that Freddie fucking hated this song, and John wasn't <laughs> a huge fan, but I think part of it was, because when you listen to the vocal, it's really, really high, which also sort of would suggest why they didn't do this one live, is because, you know, Fred's going to struggle with that, so. I was just going to ask you if they ever uh, uh, performed it live. No, for, uh, Brian would drop the solo into, I think, Fat Bottom Girls. Um, here and there, and I think he did that in his, like, some of his solo shows as well. So the solo is, it's interesting. Like, it's very, very different, and you'll hear, again, you'll sort of hear some stuff here that you haven't heard before from uh, from Queen and Brian May. And I would say, to just I was telling you, Randy, to give you some context, that if you listen to this song standalone without any sort of knowledge that this is in a movie, the lyrics would make no fucking sense whatsoever. And there's also um, dialogue from the movie. 
in the mm. in the in the in the song, especially at the beginning, there's a really sort of famous couple of lines in there. Um that everyone, you know, if you love Harland, you fucking love this song as much as anything because of that. So yeah, I think rather than just me whittering on, should we just start listening to Give Me the Price and see what you think? It hasn't really slowed you down, so That's a bit of guitar, hey? <laughs> hmm. With a, bit, a wee bit of delay. I was thinking too, don't like it. It's almost, a, there's a little parallel. It's a little bit reminiscent of the opening to Ghostbusters. It's got that same sort of, that's, you know what I mean though? That's that step up kind of. Well, just, just the, the way that song's, it kind of builds in a similar sort of way. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I again, like as a as a kid, just that bit. I know his name. You're like, fucking yes. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. that's all. Yeah, there's sort of it's um in the movie. There's been this, you know, this murder in New York City, and the Kurgans, you know, beheaded one of the one of his competitors for the prize. And this is the news. This is on the radio as the Kurgans driving through the city, and this is the you know it's coming through the coming through the the car stereo. So that's why it sounds the way it does. So, yeah. Right. So again, like you know, in eighty four, eighty six, kind of in, in around the time that what year is? That? I think it's eighty six, right? Kind of magic. Am I losing my mind? Yeah, it's released in eighty six. Freddie's Freddie has to manage his vocal already at this point, where he he couldn't fucking. I don't think Freddie could hit these notes live, like especially because you you couldn't put this like third song in the set or something. I don't think you could really open the show with it, so it's going to end up being sort of mid set. Okay, I mean, I suppose Roger could come in and he could do those high notes, but it's so fucking high that you can see why it wasn't played live because it's just too fucking hard for anyone. So, uh, help me out with this then. Mm. Fred was not, he was not well at this point? No, I mean, no, he wasn't unwell. It just, if you listen to Freddie sing, like even at the, the Live Aid performance, once he gets sort of, you know, 10, 15 minutes into a show or whatever, he, he, he starts to manage his voice and he only he picks selectively where he's going to hit the notes. And he can hit a high note, you know, in a passage, but this is all high notes. He's sitting yeah. right at the top of that range the whole fucking way through. Yeah, he's, he's singing high like Roger. Yeah. You know, sings, yeah, yeah.
you've got that now, now, now. It's like a drone, right? And so we get later on into because Thailand is set in Scotland. He's sort of you know working around the fringes of the bagpipes, and you know you'll get this in the solo later on as you read that we get kind of that sort of effect that he's going for. But I always like that because it's got that same quality to it. It's that really sort of repetitive, like abrasive, you know, you were talking about like the song's aggressive. It's aggressive because it's relentless and it doesn't let you sort of sick. It's just there all the time. I think it's fucking cool, man. I love that bit. Righto, Alex. <laughs> So I'm going to stop it there because we're heading into the solo. Um, I see you shaking your head there. You're not. You're not keen on the uh, the Kurgan's rhetoric, by the look of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking of that lyric. Uh, it's better to burn up than to fade away. Yeah, Neil Young Who wrote yeah. that. It's Neil Young, yeah. It's in. It, yeah, well, that's what I was just going to say. It's that's a Neil Young thing, isn't it? I think we covered it on this very podcast, Randy, before because I think it turns up in something else as well. Oh, or well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Or, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's all it's all good. It's all good, man. Yeah. Let's let's hear this fucking ghostly ghoul fucking ghoul is fucking ghoul. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't yeah, know. Stroke got, some guy's there. going, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know man. Okay. What fuck's going on here? We're getting some... We're listening to a fucking rock song. We got some fucking <laughs> dude fucking growling in the fucking corner. Fucking hell. You don't like growling? Gah! In rock music? Gah! <laughs> is that your... Is it your James Ha? Headfield Headfield Da! It's weak. Ah. Uh, James Headfield is like the, the fucking greatest heavy metal... He's the greatest uh, heavy metal vocalist in the fucking world, and you guys are all fucking posers <laughs> if you don't fucking think so. <laughs> your Lars Ulrich is much better than your Headfield... <laughs> Leave me the Hatfield. You do the Lars. There we go. We can go on the road with it. <laughs> Coming to a town near nobody. <laughs> So there's your bagpipey effect, chorus, solo kind of thing that we're reading about. I, I'm getting the sense that you weren't usually keen on that, Randy. I, I said nothing. I stopped yeah, but nothing. I, I can, yeah, but I can see your face. I said nothing. I was thinking about the video editing on this. Uh, this is the official lyric video. Mm. And they're just zoomed in <laughs> on, 
I would assume Brian's crotch. <laughs> I was just thinking, well, why are we looking at Brian's fucking crotch? And also, he's playing an acoustic guitar. Acoustic. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, we're like, you know, doing his best fucking bagpipes, which for the love of Christ, I don't know why the fuck he would do it, but he did it. It's, it's set in the Highlands of Scotland, Randy. No, I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm really worried about when we, at some point, when we sit down and watch Highlanders together, that you're just going to fucking not be impressed and you're, you're going to crush my, you're going to crush my, you know, all my <laughs> childhood, childhood dreams. dreams. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll get a bit more guitar here. There's a bit more Brian May for you. Hey, that's a bit more sort of, oh yeah, that's oh, that sounds like Queen again now. It's getting a little more Queeny. Yeah. So I, was thinking, I think we've maybe we've talked about this before, but it gets that sort of, you know, the Red Special sounds like the Red Special and the pickup arrangements and everything else makes it unique. But he also sort of he has that very dry tone where it's it's got that, the reverb sort of, I don't know if the right word is flat, it probably isn't. But you know what I mean? Where it sounds like it's really sort of, I'm trying to explain... I'm not going to explain what I'm what I mean, Randy. You have to help me out. That style of reverbs, it sounds is a very specific thing. It's not rich. It's quite yeah. It, it could be a, a a gated a gated verb or or uh, I forget what the term is. Some of the reverbs use where basically what they're meaning is it's a, it's a real flat verb. And so yeah, you hear, you hear the slap back right away. There's a really nice term for it. And gated reverb isn't really it. Kind of is. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you what. Maybe if when we go back and listen, I'll uh, I'll look up uh, the term I'm looking for, which I do believe uh, suits sort of what you're saying. So okay. he definitely. So first of all, he's definitely playing into a verb. He has, I'm, you know, he, I'm sure he has a truckload of. Well, I shouldn't say a truckload. He has some effects going on on his guitar for sure. Mm-hmm. And one of them, those is that very thing you're talking about. Uh, and, and it could even be a delay doing it too. It's just. Depends on how you set it, and yeah, it's really hard to say. But here, I'll 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 pay special attention. All right, unless unless that's over. Um, that's the end of the solo. So, oh, but okay. we, like you said, when we go back and listen to it again, then we can. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I just again the lyrics, I and mean, we haven't talked about them at all. And they are they're so you know thematically tied into the the movie. Mm-hmm. But even in the sort of the, the verse before, well, there's it's a bit sort of conflated between the verse and the chorus. But give me your kings, let me, let me squeeze them in my hands. Your puny princes, your so-called leaders of your land. It's just like it's so heavy metal, right? That's that's what fucking heavy metal <laughs> for yeah. lyricists write about all the time. You know, yeah. and there's no escape from my authority. I am the one, the only one. I am the god of kingdom come. It's just that yeah, like it's... meteoric arrogance. That just fucking <laughs> I think it's great. 
you're, you're puny princes, you so called <laughs> leaders of your life. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like it. Just give me the prize. There's lots of glass breaking there. Isn't yeah. there? Shit is going down, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there we go. You said, you know, you want to kind of knock these songs from Highlander off, you know, a little bit, kind of one more off the slate. But what we do, folks, um, if, you're, if you are listening for the first time, and we, we were just joking earlier, we welcome, we welcome all new listeners. Um, this is the first time Randy's ever heard this I, song. I do. Kev doesn't. <laughs> I welcome you. Kev, on the other hand, douche nozzle. Go on, though, Kev. Yeah, you can all go fuck yourselves. Um, no, I, I, we. so what we like to do is, if Randy's never heard the song before, we'll go listen to it again, just so that he gets an uninterrupted listen. Write some notes down, listen for that uh, solo, and tell me a little bit about that reverb. And uh, then we'll sort of congregate and talk about the song in more general terms. There you go, Randy. There can be only one. Mm-hmm. And the Kurgan turns out fucking wasn't it. He was not the one. Give me the prize. Indeed. Okay, so I voted first last time, Randy, last week, on Las Palabras de Amor. Very different song. Two Brian May songs. Very, very different approaches. You know, um, like I said, I think this is the last properly heavy metal song maybe on, on a Queen album, apart from Prince's, I, I guess you'd have to get into that conversation about what that is, but for you is this one one of the champions <laughs> or are you going to fucking 39 this thing and consign it to the dustbin <laughs> he's taking his fucking sweet time drinking his fucking IPA like a prick All right, Kev, I've shown my hand. Now show your hand, motherfucker. I really wasn't sure on this one which way you were going to vote, Randy. You know what, Kev? Neither was I. I I was going to say, I think this is a very marginal champion call for you, and I think on a different day... With a different set of circumstances, old Randy might have could have could have potentially dusted this. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I've read lots of people say that. Hey, listen, today it's this, and tomorrow it might be that. But yeah, uh, yeah, for me, there's uh, there's just oh, there's some I have real problems with the fucking song. Uh, but then well, let's get into let's, think... get, let's get into that first thing because I think that's interesting because well, I like no. I like starting from that. So oh, really want to start from the yeah? The let's problems? start from there and then build up. Yeah, okay, because um. I, you know, I don't, like I, I find the, I find the, the riff itself, and then I know it's medley, but I find it a bit like a, a bit like a dirge. 
Hmm. Don't really feel like it's uh, it doesn't really excite me too much. I, I don't I don't like the the bagpipe guitar effect. <laughs> I, uh, like I know what he's trying to do, and and I, and I get it, and and you know I could even see myself. I you know I try I've, I've tried all kinds of crazy things and stuff, and I could see myself trying that, but it just doesn't work. I don't like it. Mm. Um, it, it, it's a it's a bit long, but I guess ultimately I think for me what won out was was Freddie's vocal the whole the whole give me the prize business yeah. you know that nice tasty pentatonic lick up the top was really great Brian's second solo which I I, I think is thinks pretty good uh but you know you know could it be could it be tightened up could we could we've lost some of the some of the stuff you know like you know and, and I understand like I guess if it was a full-blown movie soundtrack I guess I sort of get it but I don't I don't like the you know the ball Oh, that bullshit talking in the middle is just kind of <laughs> fucked up a fucking good song. You know what I mean? Like I get like yeah. so I guess like maybe because I'm not I don't like I don't know the movie great. Um man, I you know, so so I'm talking to the, all you super queen nerds, you're all going like, well, fuck woods, like you should know the fucking movie if I can. But I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so to me it means nothing. Uh but but I, having said that, I actually I actually don't kind of don't mind the lyrics. I think they're some pretty good some pretty good lines you know mm-hmm. some good good even some good funny stuff right so yeah there you go kev over to you yeah i, I mean and in the I newsroom fucking totally totally get where you're coming from on all of it because like i said to you and this is one of those songs that without the context of the movie a lot of it just doesn't make any fucking sense at all like what the fuck is that middle bit with all yeah. this fucking these sword clashing things, you don't need that in a song. And if you're going to play this live, that whole middle bit comes out without question, right? That there's none of that's well, in there. You're going to move on to the either well, the bagpipe solo yeah. or you're going to, yeah. It just does. It just doesn't. You don't need it in there. So you totally could trim this song down to probably three thirty. You know what I might do, Randy? As I might <gasps> do a, I might do a cardinal edit. I might try just trimming this fucking thing down a little bit for you, just to see what you think. But again, like in in the context, because I just love the movie so much, it, it, I. After a little bit of trouble sort of separating the song from the movie, but the song itself I love because, again, I love how I love that dirgy thing that Brian's got going. I quite like that. I think it's a, you know, Queen didn't, they stepped away from that and everything got bright and poppy and fucking friends will be fucking friends. And it got a, it just got a bit too friendly and nice. I, I like that Brian thought, well, fuck this. I'm going to write a, a mean, nasty, dirty heavy metal riff again because i can still fucking do that even though i've got a perm i'm still brian may you know <laughs> so i think he i think he always had a perm whether he was <laughs> yeah. writing metal or not but yeah 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 man i i mean yeah i i guess you know ultimately i care if i'm gonna be just honest with you mm-hmm. that because so, so i've only heard this twice the once mm-hmm. with where you know where you're stopping it and the second one where we played it all the way through I was going to downvote this until I heard him, uh, Freddie, singing the Give Me the Prize bit at the end. Yeah. And I'm just like, fucking hell, I think this, I think this makes it 51%. Yeah. So I'm, that's, that's where I'm sitting because I, I really feel like there's lots of this stuff that could, could be better, should be better, but, but, you know, but isn't. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm starting to think of this long term now because, there's how many Queen songs? 180 or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know what the fucking number. Doesn't matter. Something we ended up with, yeah. 
Sure, but but you know they, I mean they all can't be above fifty. No, so at least half should be below. I mean, or 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 we're not doing our fucking job right. So, you know. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe, 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 maybe I should have fucking downloaded it. I don't know. No, I, I, I again, I think that for this song, the the way I have to approach this song from you know when we're doing this, like I've got my fucking attachment to it. And like I said, I can't uncouple this from the movie, which I fucking love. It's one of my favorite all time favorite movies, and partially because it's Queen soundtrack. Yeah. But I yeah. think as a as a a song that's written for a soundtrack to a movie, I think Brian gets a lot of those things right. I mean, the, the bagpipe thing in yeah. the middle. Is, yeah, I know it is. It is a conceit. It's, it's you know, but it, it, it fits right. Like it just fits the movie good for all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which again, I mean, take it out, and it's probably it is probably instantly better. You go from that last chord straight into the the big, you know, the big red special solo. And one of the things that I'd never noticed until we listened through, and we were talking about Randy as we were listening through again a little bit, is you know the Starfleet project that Brian did with Eddie Van Halen. There are a couple of little. Van yes. Halenisms in this song only, that you hear, only three years earlier, apparently, right? Yeah, and so there's that little bit of war that he puts in the second solo, and then there's that one little phrase that I kind of stopped him pointing. Hey, listen to that, Randy. That sounds a lot like something Eddie would play. So there's a couple yeah. of little things in there that I think that you know, and, and what I love about that is that you know Brian May had been around a couple, three, four, five years, or whatever, record as a recording artist before Eddie was, oh. but he was never too big to say, "Well, I like that," so I'm gonna, you know bring that into my repertoire and sort of, you know, merge that into what I do. And I think that's what all the great players do. They listen, they have their ears open and say, well, that's kind of cool. I like that. So I'll use that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're both champion on this one. I'm definitely further along the champion timeline than you are. You're just nudged over and could have gone either way. But how do you think people are going to vote on this one? And again, this is another one. This is kind of like last week a little bit where I don't know how people are going to vote on this one. And it's your turn to go first on this one, I'm afraid. Okay, so I guess, I think what I generally do is um, underestimate mm. the Queen fans' love of Queen. Mm. That's what I tend to do. So I'll, because I'll, I'll think to myself, so for me, like, man, listen, if I had to put this on this, oh, fucking hell, so even after I voted over 50%, <laughs> I'm like... It's so close. So I would have to say that I did, I did pass it. It's a 51, but there's going to be so many people that this is just the fucking, fucking tits, right? So mm. I'm going to say uh, 75, 25. Ooh, you've gone high. Okay. Well, I, you see, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to embrace mm. what it is that I'm, I'm lacking in the queen uh, lexicon. That's interesting because that puts me in a bit of a pickle here because this is a tough one because I, I, I'm again, it's one of those ones that is probably about, I'd say, I don't know, maybe like 10% of the catalog that I'm not sure. I think 90%, I, I can, I'm going to get it pretty close. I think yeah. 10%, I'm just, I'm really not fucking sure. And it could go any, any way, right? I think. The the love for this movie generally, not you know universally, but I think the love of this movie and the way that this song fits into the movie, plus the return to a little bit of fucking an attempt to play a guitar song, um, will tip it for more people than not. But I I think you're really close. Wow. So I'm re I'm now I'm sort of I'm just wondering, uh -oh. well, do I go a couple Under points higher, a couple points lower? Like I don't. Yeah. So I. No. 
you've been wearing the crown for a couple of weeks here. So I have, uh, yeah, I'd hate to lose it. Well, and so far it's been pretty cordial the whole time because I did, you know, been sized to my fucking head. Let's be honest. Okay, well, here's what I'll say, Randy. <laughs> I am, I am the one, the only one. I am the god of Kingdom Come. Eighty twenty. I'll go higher. I'll go higher, okay. and to hell be damned with it. So <laughs> nice. But I, I did have a question for you though, Randy. What's the that band? Guy? The band Big Country. Do you know about yeah. Big Country? Yeah, in a big yes. in a big country, dreams yeah. can come true. Like I can't say I know uh, lots, but I know for sure that song, and that's them. Yeah, and, and I assume that you fucking hate the the bagpipey guitar in that as well, or it, is it real bagpipes? Oh, I don't think so. I, I don't know now, but I don't. Oh, fucking hell, I, I really don't know. Away to the internet. They okay. I'm just gonna, the very first sort of thing here says the band's music incorporated Scottish folk and martial music styles, and the band engineered their guitar-driven sound to evoke the sound of bagpipes, fiddles, and other traditional folk instruments. So I would say mm-hmm. they're doing kind of the same thing. So there you go. So I should like them? Or I should like... What are you trying to say? say anything. I don't fucking know. Just trying, I'm just trying to pod. <laughs> just trying to fucking pod. I'm just... I'm just I'm just a man standing, sitting in front of another man on Zoom, asking him to talk to me. <laughs> just trying to pot over here. Okay, well, hang on here, because I was doing a bit of potting. Oh yeah, yeah. myself. So uh... you were potting your face off. <laughs> this is what you were doing. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if you keep that in or not. I don't think I don't know. That's pretty fucking hilarious. But you know what I was going to say. So we're talking about, we're talking about Queen. We're talking about uh, that fucking song from that fucking movie. And so <laughs> what, no, but seriously, what, uh, what movie theme song has been written that you genuinely like that was commissioned? Do you know what I mean? Because it doesn't work. And, and this was a commissioned piece. I mean, mm-hmm. I would assume, right? Well, they, they were brought in to write songs for the movie. They didn't do the, you know, they didn't do the the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack, which never came out, by the way, which is fucking weird because there's some amazing orchestral. So, so they didn't score. They didn't score the movie. They didn't or score they didn't it. Use, no. So they just used a few of their songs, or no? Sort of around about half. I mean, it's it's a Michael Kamen joint, the the soundtrack and the sound. Like I said, the soundtrack mm. is fucking amazing, and I think there's like a bootleg. Someone's done a bootleg sort of, you know, rip of it or whatever. You can you can get your hands on it. Um, with some of the Queen songs that are actually from the movie. So, you know, you take out Pain and So Close to Pleasure and Friends Will Be Friends and some of these other, and One Vision and whatever, they don't belong. Um, but no, Queen yeah. Queen wrote songs for the movie. And of course, Prince of the Universe, Who Wants to Live Forever, Give Me the Prize, these songs, kind of magic. They're, they're themed around events and themes in the music, or in the uh, movie, sorry. From, from the Highlander movie. Yeah. yeah, so it's not like, it wasn't yeah. sort of, I don't know if it was sort of commissioned in the same way that, you know, let's say, I don't well, want to lick that, your, I don't want to lick your thing from Aerosmith just, did, you know. Oh, I don't want to lick your Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Fucking LK. You know you. what song's talking about. Yeah, 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 I do now, but no, cuz I was just thinking of like because I think uh, uh, uh Live and Let Die, right? Mhm. Brilliant. That was a that's I mean, a fucking great song, right? Um what there's others here uh Adele's uh Skyfall, right? That was that's her. It's it's, it's not Skyfall, it's Skyfall. Skyfall. 
That's whatever what she the sings. Fuck? There's no L in that fucking sure. word that she sings. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Flash. The Queen, Queen did heard. one. Like Flash from Flash. Flash's theme is yeah. fucking epic, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. There's been so many uh, mm-hmm. great people. Yeah, Duran Duran, If You Do a Kill, 85. I mean. Great song. You know, I guess maybe I just wasn't a big enough Highlander fan. But mm. I, and I saw it. I saw the movie. Yeah. I mean, I clearly didn't covet it to the level that you do. No. And, uh, but, but it doesn't mean it's not a good movie. Well, it's just on that, Randy. I mean, we're just getting a little bit of a sidebar, sidetracky kind of thing here. But are, are you like, are you a fantasy guy generally? I don't necessarily know that you are, right? Like, you're not really into, you know, <laughs> fucking witches and wizards and hobgoblins and, you know, that kind of bullshit. We're talking fantasy movies. And yeah, fantasy movies or fiction or whatever. Yeah. Well, I've I've read, you know, I've read The Hobbit. Mm. And uh, I've read um, uh, some other stuff like that. But nah, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I mostly read manuals. <laughs> <laughs> that's the For extent of my reading. That's the extent of my reading these days. Oh. Yeah. You can't, you know, you can't, you can't, oh, you can't write a song on a rock and roll album called "Give Me the Fucking Input Jack." It just doesn't work. Like no one's yeah. gonna listen to that shit, you know. Your forty-eight volts is actually <laughs> only forty-seven. Although, I mean, Roger did write a car manual, so who the yeah, fuck are we he, to say? <laughs> and, he, and he was in love with it. <laughs> yeah, I hate oh, good see Lord. the. You'd hate to see that tailpipe on that porch. <laughs> you know what? We didn't comment on the "I'm in love with my car" episode either. Can no. you imagine the, the discarded lyrics from that song? Oh, oh my are. god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to roll back oh. my retractable sunroof. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, I was just going to ask you. So, have, uh, have we had a lot of inquiries for uh, banjo players for that uh, that new gig we're kind of working the, the, on? Or, the banjo or how's getaway that, driver. How's that, yeah, how's that going? I mean, we're we're fully booked. By well, which uh, I mean that you know the, the but, uh, my my brother Dan is has, has done six jobs. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you where because obviously I don't want to give well, the no. police any leads. No, for fuck's sake! But he, he's been busy. He's been fucking busy. No, so what I'm saying is, are we so busy that are like, are we getting some applications? We're getting applications, Randy. You know, okay. Um, and I think that we've also we brought up today that once we put our Lars and James double acts on the road, <laughs> I think untold riches are within our grasp. Because you know, if you think about it, really, I'm a small, mouthy, sort of average pub band level drummer. <laughs> and you're sort of an, an actually talented riff and songwriter and frontman. So I, I, I think, I think we check all the boxes that we we could do this. I think you know, up and down the land, people will be saying, "Have you seen the the, the Hatfield Ulrich tour?" What, we need a name though. What's our what's the name for this thing? <laughs> Exit light. <laughs> Bad but true. <laughs> Look, I'm putting this out to the listeners right now, Randy. If anyone's listened to this point and. Um, Fucking God only knows why you would. Give us your best Metallica pun band names. Come on. Yeah, there you go. I'd also, maybe we should mention, <laughs> I think this is going to happen. Uh, we have actually some 
copyright issues with ourselves, but I think we're going to release I Just Said That as a single very soon. You should uh, you should tell people <laughs> you should tell give people a bit of a lowdown on what's holding that up from being released because this is uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just so stupid. So uh it's a minute and five seconds. Anybody who's listened to the podcast has heard it. It's stupid. We just thought we would put it out <laughs> uh on Spotify for fun. So I released it. And then it has to go through a series of checklists and whatnot. So they heard that something was sampled. And so that automatically flags it. They don't give a fuck what it is. And then it's ultimately up to you to sort of like say, hey, what's going on? So then they email you. They said, hey, there's a sample. We have to make sure that this is cleared. So then I said, okay, well, this is from this episode of this podcast where I used like what? Like a, a couple, you know. Two, I mean, seconds. Yeah. Seconds of Kevin's voice. And the podcast is what? Like an hour long. So I just sent them. The link to the podcast and said, well, you know, knock yourselves out. This is where it's from. <laughs> so uh I think I think we've got clearance here pretty soon, but uh mm. <laughs> it's gonna be really so but and so and the whole the whole idea is is that what I'm hoping for is if it gets spun around, you know, one to maybe two million times on, mm -hmm. on Spotify, I'm gonna take Kev out for a proper pub lunch. I'm going to buy him a burger, you know, maybe a couple of pints, or maybe he wants a, a, a shepherd's pie, whatever, on me. Uh, and I figure after we get about a million or two spins, we'll be able to do that. Will that, will that be enough? Maybe we'll need to bump that to about 20 million spins, well, right? No, for, yeah, I mean, I, for no, a full listen, pub lunch. I'll I'll kick in the rest is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you're going gonna to Taylor Swift it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I get a bonus. I get a big fat bonus from Randy every Christmas, folks. That's right. That's right. That was bonus, not boner. <laughs> oh no, I've slipped back into that field again. <laughs> I'll eat them whole before I'm done. The battle's fought and the game is won. I am the one, the only one. I am the God of Kingdom Come. Get that man a prize. For God's sakes, the man needs a prize. If I was a title of this episode, I'd call it, Can we wrap up this Highlander stuff already? Or possibly, Kurgan Kurgan. Who the fuck is Kurgan? We genuinely appreciate your support and engagement. You can find us on Facebook at Seaside Pod Review and on Twitter at Queen Seaside. We'll be back with you next week to chat about Queen. Here's Kevin. Seaside Park with you. <laughs>